Well, ladies and gents, welcome back to the show. So today's episode is about catfishing. And this episode is really kind of close to home for us. Well, no, kind of, it is. It's very close to home to us because this happened to us recently, all of us. And because of that, we decided to do this episode and just tell our truth. Um, We're not bashing anyone. We're not trying to make anyone feel bad. We're just telling our truth and making sure that we can give ourselves a platform to be able to get out our frustrations, get out our emotions, and talk about this topic and how catfishing can be very dangerous, number one, and very hurtful to a lot of people. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count, and I'll see you guys in there. Well, there's one more thing here um, that I think personally we need to speak on. Um, and again, it's with Twitter. Hey, there should be, I think there's a, there's a connection here, I think. It's always. Um, well, social media in general. Um, so apparently there seems to be a very big uptick on uh, catfishing in the wrestling online wrestling community. Um, and what I mean by that is that, and I'm not talking about the little, like, role-playing accounts that you see pop up, like, on YouTube accounts saying, like, Charlotte Flair, AJ Styles, whatever. Um, there's actually people setting up these accounts saying they're a certain person and, like, tricking people into, like, sending them shit, sending them money, you know, say, oh, yeah, we can meet up, and then, like, I wish I could send you guys a thread, but it's all over if you look. Like, people are coming out with more and more of this, these catfish stories of people posing as these wrestlers. And then, um, of course, you know, nothing comes out of it. But do you think this guy, this has always been a problem on social media with people posing as wrestlers? Or do you think this is just something new that people are starting to catch on because we're all locked inside and they got nothing else better to do with their lives? I think quarantine has exacerbated a lot of people's senses and because they don't have anything to do, they're noticing a lot of things um, much more. Um, However, having all of us having dealt with this, I'm not surprised. Um, And I'm really not surprised because people get catfished every day just by normal people. We've all experienced that, so I'm not shocked that it's been done on a wrestling celebrity level. However, it's shitty and it sucks, and you really shouldn't do it. But I, we we literally just went through this not even a few days ago, so. That's why I just thought it was so wild that this happened after all the shit that we just went through. And I was like, wow, they're really coming out of the fucking woodwork by now. <laughs> I okay, mean, this, like... is, this is going to sound really insensitive and in then you can explain kind of what we went through, um, Tiffany. Um, I There was a time where I was getting like a bunch of accounts that were following me that looked like that wrestler. And I would get like, oh, and then I was like, okay, that's uh, they're not verified. The first thing you should do, especially if it's someone in WWE, almost all of them are verified. Right. Mm-hmm. Even a good chunk of people who are on NXT. Yeah. 
they're they're verified and i feel like honestly if you even look for a second you can kind of tell so when i look at something i first checked if they're verified mm-hmm. if not i look at who follows them mm-hmm. and then i look and i like do some like research and i'll look at like their tweet interaction I feel like people, and this is going to sound really, this, again, this sounds really mean. I think some of these people are being, like, really stupid, honestly, because it's, like, if you even took two minutes to look through, you can obviously tell something's wrong. Like, say someone was, like, gave someone uh, money who they thought it was The Miz, and you go click on their profile, they're not verified, and you still think that's that person. So, again, this sounds really insensitive, but when it comes to that, it's like, even, honestly, even a good portion of indie wrestlers are verified. Right. Only, like, like a good, like, a good chunk of them are verified. So, again, like, I, I think, honestly, I feel like it's, I don't know, I don't. I feel bad, but then I also really don't feel bad because I feel like that's something that you honestly you just look, literally just look. Yeah, like, and I mean they try to be smart because they'll take the profile picture because I had one, yeah. of, I had one of a John Moxley fan. It's like John Moxley, and I'm like, what the fuck is John Moxley following me on Twitter for? Um, he wasn't verified. It wasn't verified. And then if you if you scroll down, it, it's they're just retweeting what Moss is tweeting. And I'm just like, what the fuck? These those fan accounts are weird sometimes, man. Like they act like they act like they're the actual person. I'm like, what the fuck, man? And it, I, apparently it's just with this quarantine going on, it's becoming more and more and more. And of course, you know. People, I get it, people are desperate for money, but then you have people who are just absolutely fucking ruthless, and they just don't give a fuck, and they'll just do anything just to be an asshole. I just, I just can't, I'm, ugh. Now, um, if you don't know, I met these two knuckleheads on my (laughs) Instagram. Love you, too. (laughs) Thanks, I feel a love. I love them like sisters, but you know. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. They're, they have quickly become some of my best friends. And I have a whole family of wrestling friends. Some of them are more like siblings and like nieces and nephews on Instagram. And we usually refer to Kay a lot on this podcast um but and we had Doc on our podcast at least two or three times and just recently found out that Katrina and Doc Wrestling are one in the same and the way that that came about was another person who was on our podcast before which is Don Rex and a few other people started to notice some inconsistencies in this account's behavior. 
as well as in the way that they have um, conducted themselves in many different situations with various people in our wrestling family. Um, it all came to a head after me and Nicole and even Alexis just started like breaking down that profile and just looking at it and like, some of this shit isn't right. You know, like we're pulling pictures, we're looking at stuff and it's just like, this shit is fake. Like the whole profile is fake. And it was very, very disheartening because I personally talked to them on a personal level. I didn't tell them as much as I could have, but I was being told a lot of information about them. So I was very sympathetic. And that that's where the hurt came in because it was like, well, I was trying my best to show you that not everybody in this world is out to get you and attack you and you use that to be able to attack as many people as you could. And you alienated me as well as several others from people who weren't even trying to be messy. You know, they were just trying to be a part of the family too. And you did everything you could to wedge in between me and other people. And it was just, it was sad. I was angry and upset and I wanted answers and I still really haven't gotten them until I got a message a few days ago and even then to me the explanation wasn't sufficient and I came to the realization that hurt people will hurt other people and when you are lonely and you have no one and you come across something that you know it, it, it makes you feel good it makes you happy you utilize it to continue to give you that that boost what was very odd about that k account was that it was run by a guy and he was pretending to be a girl and he would say problematic shit all the time I noticed that the behavior was not normal for that of a woman. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you've got your Meg the Stallions, you've got your Nicki Minaj's, you've got girls like that, the girls on Love and Hip Hop, and in real life, you have these type of women who are free and ready to talk about their sex life. But there's a certain vernacular that women use. And we just we just don't speak about our menstrual in a most in one like this account was saying some of the most disgusting shit in regards to their menstrual that I had ever heard. I've never heard of a woman refer to their menstrual the way that they did. And I was just like that does not seem right to me. Like girls don't talk like that. Not about their periods. That that's not that's not normal. So I did see things that were inconsistent but as time went on I was trying to see if I could find more and sometimes things would stand out and sometimes they wouldn't as we all came together and started putting two and two together we started to understand that yeah this account was fake and it all came to a head a couple days ago and it was just it was emotionally draining and physically draining 
because I was angry at the hypocrisy and I was angry at the reaction to you being busted. It was like, okay, well, I'm busted, but I gotta, I gotta keep on pretending like this isn't true because I can prove that it's not true. And then all you did was send screenshots of you having conversations with yourself. And when I look back on it now, even after a few days, it's still a raw subject. But at the same time, it's like, you came in the group chat. Like, I'm I'm going to put it out there because you have to understand the craziness of it. So, Doc right. came in the group chat once. Matter of fact, it was about two weeks ago. And he wanted to talk to Kay about his friendship with this boy that he was real cool with. Mind you, looking back at it now, he had a whole conversation with himself Uh about his friend that had stopped being his friend. So he literally gave himself advice about how to maintain his friendship with his friend. He gave himself good advice, but it was just if we even think that that was even a real thing, because to be honest, no, um, it wasn't real. It was it wasn't real at all. It was meant to to showcase Kay as somebody who could give really good advice. He was fishing, yeah. and it was it was a smart way to fish because then you can make Kay appear to be a person who could be sympathetic and trusting, and you can have conversations with, and then people would go to him. But I wasn't telling you anything because I never never saw Kay's face. I never spoke to her on the phone. Every time you would ask Kay joining live, no, but then she would chastise others for saying they didn't want to join the live. And she was very volatile. It was always everybody was attacking her. And I just never understood the behavior. I couldn't catch or grasp why she was always so defensive or always ready to fight. And then, like, she would do weird shit. Like, and I've noticed now that she would put her whole government in the in the, in the comment section because it wasn't her government name. It wasn't real. So no one was going to find her. No one was going to see her. So it was just a bunch of shit that was happening that just was uh, completely unnecessary. And once we busted her, it took nothing but a simple, are you real? I want to know the truth. And the account disappeared. Everything the account created, it was a year's worth of stuff on that page, gone. Secondary account that was private, gone. The girl's pictures he used, they disappeared. It was just, it was a big old mess. And it, it was a good lesson to learn that you can't always trust everybody. Now, these two that are here on the podcast, I've spoken with them on many occasions. We talked over Skype. We talked on Instagram. Um, I've done things for them. They've done things for me. So it's different because we, we weren't hiding Mm-hmm. And they were never afraid to come in the live and just talk. And I 
I've seen them before. I've spoken to them before. So that is a different story. With this, it was just, it was unfortunate. Yes, it was. And, you know, the guy who was running the account, he, he was, he seemed like a really cool guy. And we, you know, when he was on the show, he was, we had, we were laughing, we were having a good time. When we were actually talking to him, it was, you know, good time, laughing, carrying on, you know, and, you know, what really sucks is that, so this was about, what, year, year and a half ago, something like that, when I first met Tiff and Nicole, um, me and this this K-Love account got into it. Yeah. And we were, and of course, you know, the other accounts trying to, you know, rap, he was always trying to be like the big brother. He was the dad. He was always trying to make sure we didn't argue. So he's like, we need to, you know, can you talk to her? Whatever, you know, we'll put in a group chat. I'm like, okay, sure. And she, this Caleb account was going on some bullshit. And I told her to shut the fuck up, which <laughs> set her off. And cause really she, she liked to, she liked to talk over people. I mean, I know I do that on accident, but like I do it cause Skype's on a delay. So, you know, when I think that it's cool, but, um, I never, I never talk just to hear my own voice. I hate the sound of my own voice. Same. And, you know, that caused a big problem. And to be honest, this way that this account was acting, I deleted my original account. I told Tiff, I told Nicole, I told a couple other people. I'm like, I'm deleting it. I don't know if I'm going to come back. Spoiler, I did. And this Dr. Wrestling account messaged me something I will never forget. And he goes, please don't act this way. I have too much respect for you. And I'm sitting here thinking about that. I I mean, I'm not spending too much time on it anymore. But, of course, when this first happened, it was, like, emotionally devastating. Because here's here's two people that I thought, you know, whatever. I'm not crying over this anymore. I already cried enough about it as it is. And um, just him think saying that, and I'm like, you re- you say you respect me, but then you have your other account who, who is calling me all these horrible fucking names, saying all this shit about me, and yet you're still gonna sit here and say you respect me, hmm. and then you you have. And then you you say on your other little account that you have files on everybody in case they piss you off. Right. Right. Like what the what the hell? And the crazy part about it was we were very personal in that chat that we were all in. So there were things that were said that Nicole said in there that. Alexa said in there, that I said in there, and for him to be using that against people, that's how he set off a lot of um, the people who was coming at his neck was because 
he used their personal information against them in another chat. And it was just like, you were utilizing this account to be your enforcer and using your doc account to kind of calm the situation down. And I'm like, this K account was saying everything you wanted to say. And then your doc account was trying to clean it up, which is what was happening. Um, it, it, and he liked to have all the attention. If it wasn't on him, he somehow made it about him. And it was always something, whether it was just we were talking about somebody getting a new job or somebody, you know, being able to move or, you know, he would find a way to put the topic back on himself. And Alexis mentioned the whole the K trying to talk over you and over talking you. Doc did the very same thing. And that was one thing that made me go, this this is the same person. And they were very quick to just start arguments over nothing. It would be over nothing. And it just got really out of hand. And it ended up hurting a lot of people. And I lost a lot of followers because of that. People didn't want to come into lives because of that. Um... People didn't want to talk to me because of that, because she was going around, or rather Doc was going around behind my back and just, like, telling people I didn't want to talk to them, I didn't like them. She was saying things that I wasn't saying. I wouldn't even... The thing is, being on Instagram isn't life for me. It's a nice hobby, but I still have a life to live. I still have a family, and I still have things that I have to do, and... So does Nicole and so does Alexis. So this is a nice little outlet from the norm, but it's not everything. And for some people, this is everything for them. So when they're online all day, they're sitting up all day talking shit or they're telling people shit. I have no clue because I'm not online all day. I might get online for a couple hours and I might post some things and check some things on my other page. But other than that, I'm not enthralled with what's happening with other people online. That don't move me. Mm-hmm. So, there will be instances where I wouldn't know anything, and all of a sudden, I'm getting messages with people calling me out my name, telling me I'm, I'm wrong for talking about people, and I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Having hindsight now... I realized that it was some bullshit going on that I was not privy to. I'm still not privy to it. I still don't understand fully what was happening. But I'm just glad that it's over with. And it seems now that things are much, much quieter. It's just a chiller atmosphere. The lives aren't as always, you know, so always ready to just... It's all. It's not so aggressive it's not just so much drama in everything it just it's just simple if that makes sense yeah and like because nicole will leave in a minute like every time <laughs> every time some shit would go down she i would look and i would check in the live nicole would be gone like she was like i am not about to sit up here and listen to this bullshit i don't care about this alexis would leave the moment things would get out of hand, she was gone. I'm not listening to this. I don't have time. They were out. You know, and I would just be sitting there like, at first, 
I would try to diffuse it. I'd be like, look, like, calm down. You don't have to do all of this. It got to the point where I changed how I handled things in my lives because of this person. And I'm just like, I cannot do this no more. It's too much. Every time somebody say something, she wants to be at the ready. And I'm just like, if you want to have a life and you want to run a life, then you need to get your ass in gear. Put your makeup on and do your life the way you want to. But this is my life. This is my house. This is what I like to do. You want to do that? That's why you got a phone. Everybody has the opportunity to go live. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm the only one who can do it. You can do it too. What are you? Why are you worried about? And then you would say shit like, I'm the one who runs this live. And I was like, you don't run shit but your mouth. <laughs> That's it. You run nothing but your mouth. And now you're silent. You ain't even doing that. Because you ran and hid. Instead of standing in your truth and telling the truth. And even even when you got caught, even when you got caught, you still could not tell the truth. You waited until everybody had, a day had went by, and then you sent messages to certain people. Yep. So your cowardness is what has people upset because you didn't have a problem attacking people from that K-Love account. So you should have stood in your truth and just accepted the licks that you were going to get because I could have been much, much worse. So much worse. I feel like you, you tried to play me. And the more I think about it, the more pissed off I get. So I haven't actually thought about it in a in a in a couple of days. And well, the one thing crazy. that tripped me out, especially that one picture of oh, excuse me. Um especially the picture with the two um tables and I was like that's I was like that's completely different. Yeah, and Bob was just like, okay, like there's always like I've made like I've like mentally like picked like a lot. Hey, thank you so much for sticking it out with us at Down for the Count. So we're just taking a little commercial break to let you guys know that we are on two social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. You can hit us up there with any news that you want us to discuss, any topic that you want us to discuss. We got you. Just send it to us. We are all for people. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, so make sure you guys stick with us at Down for the Count, and we're going to continue on with our show. The um, stuff, but obviously, until we were completely approached, never did anything about it. So it's like, like, oh shit, like stuff that's like, is like blatantly obvious, like that one horrible picture of the food in that kitchen. It's like, yeah, literally, I spill line that's right there. Like, it's literally like, it was just too very sloppy. It was just like too much shit. And then we had that Zoom. 
I just, so I'm going to be, um, because I've been, like, the first two days when this broke out, I was getting stuff from people who we've, this account pretty much just caused shit with and we ended up catching the hindsight of it. Um, I can't speak for Tiff and Nicole, but I'm do apologize for any harassment because I never took part in any harassment I did for one because I was stupid and they proved themselves later on to be a complete asshole but um, if anybody heard that through this K-Love account that people were talking shit about them or for anything please please don't think that um, these accounts who would come in and be like like, you guys are harassing me. You guys are accusing me. We didn't even know who the fuck you were. So how the hell am I going to know who you like, – I, I, if I don't know who the hell you are, I'm not going to talk shit about you. Um, if my name, Tiff's name, or Nicole's name ever came up, please know we are not like that. And if anybody ever received any messages from this person saying we've talked shit about them – or, you know, if we said anything, like, apparently if we said anything disgusting or nasty or anything like that, please know that's not like us. That's not like our friends. We've had our, we, we've had a couple of other friends on this show. And that's, that's not us. We, do, we, do, we can dog each other till fucking doomsday. And you know what, the way shit's going, it might be sooner than later. But we... We go in on each other, but we do it in a friend way. We don't say anything nasty. We don't say anything vicious. And I know I can't, I know me saying I'm, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that isn't going to fix the bullshit that they caused. But if anyone felt that way from that account, from me personally, I'm sorry you had to experience that. I will apologize if, if, if it seemed as though I co-signed the behavior. Because I can understand how that can come across that way. I will not um, take responsibility for one person's actions and then utilizing that to and then using me as their backing. That is unfair for me. And it's a little unfair for Alexis and Nicole, too, and everybody else. The reason why is because your interaction was with this person, not with us. So if you were having an interaction with me personally, and then this person came in behind it and was utilizing that to protect us, your interaction was with us at first, then with this person. Those are two separate situations. You deal with the situations the way they came at you. You don't combine them to say, well, all of you are obviously a representative of K-Love. That doesn't make any sense to me because K-Love is Doc. Doc is K-Love. They represent themselves. Okay, I, I'm not no advocate for nobody else but for me. I can only apologize for my own personal behavior. And... The interesting thing is some of y'all was attacking us and didn't have all the full facts. 
So in Alexis's case, Alexis and, and Kay were on the outs, but she was getting attacked from other people because her and Kay was on the outs. That's why, and the scary part for me is, I know you guys have heard me talk about it. Um, I am a mom. I do have a child. And this person, I shared pictures in a group chat that we're all in. And this person knew what my child looked like. And I had left. I'm not even going to lie. The first two days this happened, I could not sleep. I was on every fucking social media I could seeing if, if this person had posted pictures of my daughter. And to be honest, I'm still scared that her picture's out there and some fucking weirdos looking at it right now. So, I don't think yeah. it went that far. About it. Yeah. I think it's more so and this is why I was kind of able and you obviously like if I was you I honestly probably would be in the same boat Alexis but I don't think that's what it is. I think this person um is very lonely um is not happy with themselves and their life and what how that's going so they used this as an outlet yeah when it could have been something positive because they came in out as themselves and that's fine they're that's uh, they're they're totally fine and some people just don't I don't know like they don't have like they're not able to just be themselves like I don't know like I think people like view the internet as like being on high school now yeah so they just have to like be popping or have people like tens and hundred like people interact them and like I think it's just too much and I think he like fell victim to that the yeah. likes were just his his drug, you know. Yeah, the likes. Yeah, the likes. The everyone like because as his K Love account, he got a lot of interaction. With Naomi, yeah, uh, he had like he would post the edits and all the wrestlers. Most of the wrestlers like Keith Lee posted it on his stories. Me and Yim posted it on theirs. So uh, Victoria, I mean, yeah. Victoria commented on the page and was just like, thank you so much. Her boyfriend or her husband was doing um, reposting it on theirs, just and he was riding cloud nine, you know, so I truly honestly don't think that um, your daughter was in danger, but I completely agree, and we we were not having that. Like, I was like, this girl's personal stuff was in the chat, and you're being dishonest. If we so much as see an inkling or even so much as find out that any picture of that child is anywhere, I know we're, we're coming to get your ass, period. I will get a car, we're going to come to get your ass, because that's just not, it's not okay. 
And you were the only culprit in there that could have done something like that or would have done something like that because your behavior dictates the future behavior. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. But I would still, I understand your hesitation. I understand your your anger and your fear. But at the same time, you had enough people to rally around you to protect you and your family. Most of the animosity came from that. It stemmed from that. Because I can handle some pictures being on the internet. I don't give a fuck. Okay, I don't care. Um, But that little girl is innocent. She didn't do anything. So... If I, if she was in danger in any way, shape, or form, there was nothing that would have stopped us from making sure he got what he deserved. You can take that. You can take that how you want, but that's the, that's the god honest truth. Completely, hundred percent. Um. So I don't know. That's why. I don't know. Like I was very upset at first, and then I kind of like thought about it, and then it just made me like I was still not happy with it but I got mostly sad so I was I got sad because I was like someone's life someone feels like their life is so insignificant and so not worth like being present in it that they want to completely like fake themselves and it was just so it was just like so interesting it was just so much going on and then like his excuses like well some of that stuff I actually did go through like okay <sighs> sorry I keep yawning I'm getting tired Um, he I was like obviously he's like I've been through this so been through some of this I was like yeah so you could like came in as yourself going right. through this you didn't have to hide behind the K account the K account was the problem that yeah, so I, I kind of wanted to know. I should have asked him while when he messaged me again, but or when he sent all that message out to everybody. Yeah, but he deleted. Well, not everybody. Not everybody I, got it. But, when I checked, um, he deleted. I really should have just been like, "What? What was the reasoning? Like, why? Like, why do this?" I asked that question so many times. And I did not get an answer. And at this point, I just don't want one. I just want to be truthful. So from now on, I know you know you do better and you know better. I just want the truth. I was honest with everybody. I didn't lie. I didn't have any reason to. So I felt like, you know, you could have reciprocated the same. You know what I'm saying? Or if you wanted to be anonymous, you should have stayed anonymous. Why did you go through all these lengths? And then you scared the hell out of Alexis. I mean, just that woman was angry and scared at the same time. And then she's trying to do her best to protect her kid. And he was just like, I would never do anything to put her child in danger. I'm like, the mere fact that you lied and portrayed yourself to be something that you're not was just unacceptable. And you made it appear as though somebody was in there that we didn't know and we didn't have around us. And that is what scared her. So I'm like, 
you fucked us over twice, bro. Like, you just... Like, don't fucking catfish. If you are lonely and you, you don't have anybody... If you can create a persona, then you have some semblance of a personality. And you should just try being yourself. There's online communities all over the world that will accept you for liking Harry Potter or liking Twilight. God forbid you sit up and watch Twilight. Yeah. Like, all fucking day. Then there's a whole community for that. If you're a K-pop lover, there's a community for that. Wrestling, there's a community. If you're a gamer, there's a community for that. There is a sub-community somewhere for you. No matter what you like, whether you're an emo kid or you're a hip-hop head or you like to you like a little bit of everything, then you can exist in many cultures, many subcultures. Why not just find your niche and go in there? Or if you are just an introvert and you like being by yourself, then do that. But don't don't fuck up other people's shit because you miserable. Yeah. And that's what mostly got to me. Like I felt after a while I just I just felt bad. Like I just like I and I didn't feel bad. I pitied them. And I hate using that word, but that's mostly what it was. Like I felt pity for them because it was like they're that with themselves, that with their life, that it's just like the only escape that they have is to be someone that they're not. And like, and I kind of was like mad at myself because I usually catch things pretty well. And it was like a lot of red flags were there. Yes. But then I kind of just ignored it. And the main thing that always kept crossing against my mind and I was like well Kane's always online when we are but they're supposed to be in Australia right and I always thought that was so weird well her excuse was she had insomnia but then it'd be 3 o'clock in the afternoon here and she'd be talking about she's going to work yeah, yeah. So that, like, that time difference was off. And then also the edit. That always got me. And I'm like, you're supposed to be having, like, this whole big, like, big person job. Like, you're, like, basically working in psychology and you're online all day, every day, talking to us. Pretty much. And not, I mean, not just, and not only that, like, you're on all day, every day talking to us online, and you're, um... In all three of the chats. Yeah. And, um, and running, like... To account. account. Was doing that. Was doing, like, their quote-unquote main account. Right. And making edits. And I was like, I always thought that was so weird because even when I was, like you guys know, like you know, Tiff, when you would do your lives on like Saturdays, I would pop in for what, maybe like a minute? Yeah. Two minutes? Because I yeah. would work because those were 
my busy days at work. Yeah, she like, work. I could, like, uh-huh. yeah, so, like, on, like, other days, I can, like, go in for a little, like, in and out for a little bit, but I was like, I can't, like, actually, like, pop in because I'm at work, and I can't just be video chatting, chatting at my job because of cameras and stuff. Just right. like that at the time. So, I was like, even in my job, quote-unquote, that I didn't pop in, pop in all the time, and you're doing that, and you're supposed to be, like, helping, like, helping trauma victims, and, like, I don't know if they technically wasn't in school at the time, but doing all like doing all this shit and it's like it was just so weird and I was like you're supposed to have all this going on but you're over in here talking to us right and they made up this huge story about helping this girl and this girl having issues and my biggest thing is just like why are you people that fucking bored? Because now I'm getting angry again. Are you people that fucking bored with your life that you have to create a whole new persona on the internet? Yes. That's, that's is what the I don't get. Of... Find a hobby. Take up crocheting. I took up, you know, they're giving me shit because they're like, oh, Alexis, you're such a mom sitting there on the Zoom as I'm fucking crocheting a blanket. Bitch, I'm bored. I got to do something to keep my brain going or it's going to turn to mush. Like, read. Watch TV. Read a book. Read a newspaper. Read an ebook. Just, just fucking read. Like, if you want to be someone else, write fan fiction. Girl. Be an OC in your in your fan fiction I don't care just do something else besides besides getting into people's lives and then just fucking them over and playing with them like they're puppets because you're you're bored now I can tell you this you want to have a a account where you can be the person you've always wanted to be strong confident or whatever confident is different besides being a bitch who starts drama. That is just different. be a spam account. Just and do that. Like you, you don't have to. I'm not saying. I'll put it this way. You want to be a, a separate account from your norm and be able to speak your mind because you feel like doing that under this particular account is better for you than doing it under your personal. Then by all means, do that. But if you're going to be problematic and start drama because you don't have nothing to do and you're going to weasel your way into people's lives and cause havoc and then try to make people turn against other people because you're not happy with the way things are going, then you need to just get off the Internet completely. The Internet is not your personal playground. It may seem that way, but that's not the case. Like we, we, I wanted to have the wrestling community, community and family that I never had. I grew up in a in the neighborhood where you hear Master P. It was the '90s, so in my block, it was Master P and Three Six Mafia, and the D Boys was riding down the street in the Cutlass with the doors open. 
you mentioned wrestling and you was a you was you was a lane. You know? So I had to keep my my little hobby to myself. My family watches wrestling because that's how I got into it. So I had a little bit of a safe haven with them. But outside of that, going to school mentioning wrestling, no. That wasn't happening. Like nobody that I went to school with was interested in it except for this white boy that used to wear Stone Cold Steve Austin's t-shirts to school every day and used to flip people off and try to talk like him every day. And I was and he was doing that in public. In front of us. I wasn't that much of a dork. Okay. I Yeah. I like yeah, and I mean but I wasn't trying to and I mean I kinda grew up the same way. Um my family didn't watch wrestling. Like no one in my family liked it. Um yeah, no one in my family liked it. Um, my nephews liked it. They kind of, they're in that s- stage where you grow out of it for a little bit. My youngest one, um, oh, the one that I was telling those stories about, he still likes it. Um, but the twins are in a, the, they're in the growing out of it phase currently. <sighs> but, um, but yeah, I didn't have anybody. So, when I would go, but my mom was always, like, she was always super supportive, and I'm glad that she was, because also, like, I was, like, I liked wrestling, and then I liked rock music, so I was, like, this little black girl who liked wrestling, and, like, liked rock music, and I was, like, well, I can't have, quote-unquote, two things that are weird about me so I was like I never like no one knew that I liked wrestling so now that I'm more open about it since I got older all my friends are like like my friends I like grew up with they're like when did you start start liking wrestling I was like I always watched it but I just never like never told anybody because there was just no one for me to like interact with about it like my mom would like go to shows with me but my mom's like she's like falls asleep everywhere she's like narcoleptic so she would literally like stay she would like be up kind of before or like when fireworks would start and be getting a raw and then she would like fall asleep for most of it and then she would wake up the last 10 minutes and she like kind of was familiar with people because my mom works with special needs people mm-hmm. and one of her and this is when she worked at the group home obviously when they would like get extra money or when their families would like give them money in their accounts um they would always or whenever they had extra money they would try to like take them out to different events so obviously that's one easier events to take um special needs people to that they can like keep like if they can go along with it and they can like follow what's going on is wrestling right so my mom like so she like knows like like she knows like she loves John Cena and she like loved a rock and stuff like that and I like love my mom still loves John Cena she has some cups I'm gonna try to take when I go home tomorrow (laughs) she noticed last time and she was my mom was drugged up and she she noticed. So and my mom doesn't do drugs. She was drugged up because she had um knee surgery. Just a little um and she even noticed a little bit. 
but yeah, like I never, I never have a community. And then like my siblings were like, like they're like, oh, like you're just so quirky and you're just like so like march at the beat. And they even say that now. It's like I'm fucking thirty. Stop it. <laughs> it doesn't get better as you get older. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, and I'm like, stop saying that shit about me. Like, I can't, I can't stand it. Like, and that's what they always say. Like, oh, you're just so quirky. Like, you march to the beat of your own drum. Like, you're just so different. I was like, just tell me I'm fucking weird. Like, don't. There's nothing wrong with that. That's that's no, the- and I'm okay with it. As I got older, like, I just don't, I, I just don't care anymore. But um, again, uh, was, was Terry, we were talking, we were having a discussion. And it's, like, so being, like, a wrestling fan, especially, like, a hardcore wrestling fan, like, there's certain things that, like, you think, like, funny things that happen, like, when you're out in quote-unquote real life, and you try to explain to other people, and they don't get it. Like, I was saying how someone at my job, like, I was, like, so, it's, like, I worked in management, and anytime someone in upper management left, a memo got, would get sent out, and he got and was like and this individual was future endeavored right and they were like we wish you on wish you well on your future endeavors and I was like I thought it was so funny I I was crying laughing in my office for like 10 minutes it was like no one got it no one thought it was funny and I I was like and I said yeah and I sent it to you guys and I was like and I said to my friends and everybody was dying laughing I was like yeah because they get it I said, but I was like, it's just stuff like that. And I, I still, that's so fucking funny. I was, I hope, I wonder if I have that screenshot still. So someone will laugh. Like, like, that was so. I thought it was hilarious. You're like, yeah, and I was, I was like, someone literally got future endeavored at my job. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I'm sorry. She comes in, she's like laughing her ass off. She goes, I remember, she goes, Guys, some asshole just got future endeavored at my work. I was like, like, what? I was like, did they really use those words? I was like, yes. I fucking lost it. so much for listening to down for the count we know that this episode wasn't a part of our usual content but because it would hit so close to home for all three of us we decided that it was something that needed to be discussed and talked about so i hope you guys enjoyed the episode or you at least learned something from it and there are a few things that i just want to say just so we can make some things very clear i understand that people are hurting and i also understand that there are things in life that we go through that causes us to do and move and think and act in a particular way. But the one thing I would like from you or anybody who's within earshot of my voice is to just think about how that would affect someone else. I genuinely cared for the person that was catfishing me. I wanted them to succeed. I treated them like a family member, like I would do a little sister. And it was very hurtful to hear or see that... Things were being done behind my back. You were um, being disrespectful. And it was just a very, very hurtful thing. Especially after I'm sticking up for you. I'm trying to be there for you. And I'm trying to help you see that not everybody is out to get you. And yet you still did everything you could to stab people in the back. 
and um, um in this case i really just want people to just do unto others you don't want anybody treating you like you're garbage or you're like under somebody's foot you don't want to feel like you know you can't have a say that you're not you're what your opinion doesn't matter you want to feel like you mean something and that your voice means something that what you say resonates with people I pray that every single one of you that hears this really takes the time to be kind to one another, especially in these dark and trying times, and just help your neighbor. I've said this on so many occasions, but it seems more pregnant in this episode than any other one. Help your neighbor. If you go to the store and then you see someone who needs help, help them. Um, if they need food, if you have someone living next to you and they don't have food, cook them a nice meal and take it to them. Um... Food cannot be contaminated with COV-19, so you can always cook a good meal and give it to your neighbor and help them out, help the elderly, try to be nice. That stuff comes back on you ten times fold. I just want the world to be a better place. And before God calls us all home to glory, the least we can do is treat each other with kindness and respect. And since I do that with everybody that I come in contact, I would expect the same thing from everyone else. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, I will see you guys next time.